Employees are one of the most crucial factors in trying to expand your business. In this episode of the Business Maniacs podcast, we are going to take a deep dive into the roles of employees and how you should go about hiring the right ones, as well as how to properly budget and manage them. If you're excited and ready for this episode, we're going to head right into it. Welcome to the Business Maniacs Podcast. This is the podcast that teaches you how to start, run, and grow your business. I am your host, Parker. And I am your other host, O'Brien. And let's head right into this episode. This is episode five of season two, which is all about the employees. In the last episode of the Business Maniacs podcast, we talked about scaling your business, but for today's episode, we will be talking about employment and its relation to business. You know, I think the best way to start this off is by first talking about the role of employees in a business. So what would you say like, is the overall role of an employee in business, Parker? Uh, I'd say the overall role of an employee and the reason why you want to uh, get an employee in your business is to pretty much maximize the uh, the amount of workflow that goes on in your business and to also lower some stress in the amount of work that you as a business owner uh, would have to do. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stress that goes into that and it just releases all of that once you get employees. Yeah. But I would say that employees not only help you as the the entrepreneur or the business owner they help your business as a whole they help it it extend its functions it, it, it adds to how much it reaches the income its results the employees are there to really make the load easier yeah like they they bring new ideas they strengthen they like your company and then they also like improve that that flow they improve the amount of work that gets done and they speed up the process as well and all of them have different views but that's that's the best thing because you get to take in everything you get to see what works what doesn't work and i think the role of employees is just going to really benefit your business like it might be a risk at first it might be something that could either make or break your business but once you get them and once they're they're there with you uh i I don't think you'll regret it yeah it's definitely one of those investments you need in a business yeah especially when you're trying to expand uh for sure Yeah, you need, uh, I don't want to say foundations, I would say more of like a structure or something to help you when you're expanding in. Like a system. Yes, a system, something to carry that on. Yeah. And I think like the role of employees in a business can vary between different types of businesses. I mean, some roles might be like managing like the other people that work uh, on the, on other people's businesses. Uh, but now that we understand the role of, of the employees in a business, I think, uh, a lot of people who are actually here are probably here for how you should obtain these employees. How do you get them? 
and I think the easiest way to do that is to just make it known that you're hiring, that you're that there's a position open in your business. What would you say are some simple, easy, um, effective ways to obtain some new employees? Um, the, the first that come to mind would be using LinkedIn and Indeed. Those are definitely the two apps or platforms in which you can get a lot of people who are looking for your type of work, whatever space you're trying to fill in. And not just that, you know, with those platforms, it's, it's just very easy to access. It's, it's easy to use. You can see what type of people are applying to check their backgrounds more easier. Yeah. And also if you're on social media and you find someone who's, who's marketing their own, like if, if you were a video editor or a, a video content creator and you saw someone's a good video editor, you could probably just send them a message saying, Hey, I make, I make some content. Can you, are you willing to edit this? And that's an easy way to hire someone through social media. You could just uh, send out a quick message to them, see see how they respond. But also, yeah, like LinkedIn and Indeed, it'll help um, the community know that there's um, an open space. Yeah, it is but kind also, of uh, amazing how far social media can get you. It really is. And I think that's what's picking up a lot of these new businesses now. I mean, like uh, just a couple years, uh, social media, uh, like, that people learned about drop shipping, which uh, you you can pretty much run all through social media and a web page, which is impressive <laughs> if I say so myself. Uh, but also, I think if you're like a local business, like well, we keep going back to this uh, restaurant industry. So if you're like a local restaurant and you need a new server, you could you could probably go to like the local town hall or wherever you post up. Uh, like papers that say, hey, we're open. Or even if you have one of those billboard things, you could say uh, hiring now, which you see on the top of like Burger King's, McDonald's, all of those places. If you look out for it, you're most likely going to see it. And I think a lot of people who are trying to get a job are looking out for those things. So that's an easy way to also obtain employees in the physical world if you don't want to go into social media. Yeah, yeah. You know, another way in doing that would be with advertisements. Now you're sending it to loads of people. Oh, yeah. I mean, advertisements, again, is like social media, but advertisements pretty much get it out to everyone. Like, you don't have to do a lot of the searching. You just uh, put make, make a video, and then you send it out to everyone. And those who are actually interested will make an effort into trying to get their names or applications in. Yeah. And also, I think, well, I'm thinking like word of mouth can also work. I mean, like if you tell your friend and then your friend tells their friend and their friend's looking for her job, then you have someone who's going to uh, send up a, an application. I mean, that can work. Yeah, definitely. I wouldn't say that's the best way to go about doing it. I definitely say social media and advertising. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Like you hit the whole market with that. A benefit with, with that is that let's say you have like a family relative. I'll, I'll use an example. Let's say I have a cousin and uh, I'm hiring him for my new restaurant, Bobby's. <laughs> he could fill in that space. But the thing about that is that I know him personally. So like, I know I can trust him. I know what he does the best. And there really yeah. isn't much of a need for a huge long interview. Well, yeah, and I think having that that kind of trust in your employee, but also you said like 
you you know how he works like he he's a bit different in that way uh i think that also helps like if you develop that that type of um trust between your employee and and you uh you're able to just work together you're able to just pretty much create more and do more yeah do more for that good of the business to just benefit your business make it grow and make it more scalable yeah so now that we pretty much have uh the importance of a of an employee and how we should go about trying to just get some applications in i think we should we should talk about how we make sure this employee is right and how we should just start by um by adjusting our business for them and i think the first thing you should adjust is your money and your budget and i think the best risk free way of uh doing that if you're trying to hire someone is to set up like maybe one year of payments just for that person or however many people you're going to need to hire because if you are let's say going to hire that that um your cousin and you're going to pay him like $50 on the hour and he works like 7 hours a day all right, so that's like three hundred fifty bucks a day. I'm just putting out numbers right now. Uh, if I got my math wrong, please don't uh, hate me. Uh, <laughs> but three hundred fifty bucks, like the day, you multiply that by however many days are in the month, and then do that by the year. And I want you to set that up. Uh, just set up that one year because what's going to happen is you're going to realize over that year you're going to surpass that amount of money. And you, and all of that can be reinvested into the business, and you won't have to worry about having to pay back your employee and and have a hundred dollars left to invest. Yeah, and I, I would say that you're really just planning for your employees. You're you're planning how much money you're going to pay them based on whatever the work they're doing. You're making sure that you can actually pay it. You're planning how much you need of them. You know what what yeah. exactly are they going to fill in, and you're planning the jobs they're going to do. Yeah, and also one thing you should also you should look out for is, let's say you said to your cousin when you were gonna go and hire him, I'll I'll pay you fifty dollars on the hour, and then he's like, make it seventy five. That's that's a turnoff because that makes it seem like the the person you're trying to hire is only there for the for the money perspective. You want them to be there for the the work that they're gonna want to put in. So if you're hiring someone and they're trying to raise the amount of um, money they get. Uh, one thing you can do if they seem good, you could probably say over the course of time, I'll raise you by this amount, this percent. Um, or if they're just being ridiculous, you could just say, you know what, we don't need someone like you. Uh, we have a bunch of other applications. Uh, goodbye. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but but you should be a little bit more respectful in that in that matter. Yeah. Be um, able to comp- reasonably compromise. Yeah. And that's that's what like negotiating is also gonna be because you can't be the one that's screaming in the room and doing all of that all over like fifteen bucks or something. So you you should take it slow. And I think that's really all we need to get into with the money perspective of getting an employee. Uh, I think the next thing, or what do you think the next thing would be? The next thing would be, uh, I would say prepare for the employees. Now you've hired him or her. Where are they going to work? Where are they going to perform their functions or jobs? And how are they going to do that? They need a space for whatever job it is they're doing. For example, let's go back to my cousin. Let's say he's 
going to go cook something or he's going to be a waiter. He needs a, a space or something just to cook. He needs a space and area in which he can perform all of these recipes. He can put them in and then give them out. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 like the basic. And we went over all of that in uh, last episode. So if, if you listeners haven't listened to the last episode, definitely go and do so right now. And I think uh, now that you have those applications and now that you have that area for the person to work in and the amount of money uh, set up, I think the most important part is going to make sure um, – that you kind of do a, a couple background checks on them. Like you want to make sure this is the right person for the job. And I think the the best thing is like you can't always go by a sheet of paper. I mean, um, if you've ever looked at a phone on a sheet of paper, that it might have like the best processor, battery, screen, you know, you know the basics. But uh, when you actually hold the thing, there's software. And that's more like the personality of the person. And if the personality is different than the paper, like the paper could show like literally the best things you've ever seen on a sheet of paper, but the person can be like a complete jerk or like just a, a bad person, then it, you could tell that's not the right person for the job. Uh, so you shouldn't always judge by the by their resume or their sheet of paper. And I think the easiest way to actually judge is to ask yourself, how do you feel about this person? Uh, see what they offer and see if that's what you're looking for. Does it check all of your boxes? Does it check uh, a box you didn't think you, you had to check? Yeah, it, like, well, what are they trying to do here? What is their motives? How efficient are they in this job? What, how compatible are they with others? Can they get along? Are they able to work yeah, with other people? Work. Yeah, and with with that, you want to make sure if you're going to try and hire someone that they're, they're someone that can put in the best effort at whatever task they're given that there's someone who values your your business and values the work that you're trying to produce because if there's someone that does the minimum or just does kind of exactly what you tell them like they they do it but they could have probably done something else or at least like reread something then you 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 just want someone who who will do the work the best that they can the best effort and I think that's that's really it because you want to make sure you have the right budget, the right workspace, and that you feel good about them. Yeah, that they check off all of your boxes, all of your criteria. Make sure that they are your ideal employee. Yeah, but one thing that I just thought of right now was um, if your employee, like if if you're if you if you've thought about um, expanding to get employees. You've probably like like thought about what position should I give away? How do I how do I do that? Uh, and I think the the best area you should you should um, try and get an employee for is an area that you're not as good in, or at an area that you could probably lose um, like some of the amount of time that you work on. Like let's say for us, we we do a lot of the or I do a lot of the um, editing for these uh, episodes, and then uh, next minute I want to hire an employee. I don't see anywhere else uh, that I could put this employee. So I'm like, you know, I I spend a lot of time editing these episodes. So do you mind if I hire you to do that? And what that does is it takes off some of the stress. So if you're if you're in a little bit of an area where you don't know where to put an employee. Put it in an area where you don't do as well in. So let's say 
I wasn't good at um, trying to produce my podcast with the descriptions and the cover art. I could get a person to update all of that, and that would help um, do fill in some areas that I'm not good at. So those are the two places you should look for, I'd say, um, areas that you're not great in or areas that can at least take off uh, a little bit of your workload. Yeah, that's that, that's the easiest way of doing that. I, I totally agree with you and in those statements and what you just infirmed. I think that that makes it easier for the business owner as a whole. And it just speeds up the business and how exactly they are working. Yeah, and that's, that's again, the role of an employee. Yeah. Um, but next up, we have the managing them. So now that you you have the right employee for the job, it's time for you to make sure that they stay the right employee. That yeah. they're, they're clocking in at, at the same time, clocking out every day at the right time. Um, so I think the best way to manage your employees is to always set goals higher than what they think they can achieve. Yeah, go ahead and push them, but not too much. Just make sure that they're willing to actually adjust so that you your business can grow so that it can be the best that it can be. Yeah, and I think you should always like make sure whatever they're doing is what you want them to do because you should remember that this is your business. And if they're doing something that you, you don't think they would like pretty much suit the betterment of the business, you could say like, no, this is, this is what I'd like you to do. You're, you're not the chef. You're, you're the person like sending the food to the, to the uh, customers pretty much. Um, but also, one very important thing when you're trying to manage your employees would be to show respect to them. Because if you if you're like an abusive boss that's always like screaming, yelling, doing all of like what you see in the movies a lot, um, like the employees might just quit all of a sudden. People will like they'll tell their friends, hey, that's bad corporation with them at the top of their business. They're going to tell other employees. Everyone's going to start leaving and everyone might start uh, to know your business as as who you are, as the like the big bad. um, Yeah. Person. Yeah, you just made your investment go downhill. You you have to know that these are real people, and they themselves have a value to your workplace. Yeah, they do. Everyone does. And another thing, you want to make sure your employees are doing the work uh, that you assigned. And I think it's important that you're clear with the work you assign, and that they're clear with what they're supposed to be doing. Because if you have employees that are let's say just watching those cat videos or just not doing the job, then that employee is that liability. And you should know employees, like when you're managing them, you need to know who's the asset and who's the liability because you do not want any liabilities um, uh, to be your employees because then you're giving the, they're taking money out of your pocket and they're not helping to give it back. And I think that's that's one thing you should always be looking out for, like staying on top of everything. Because just because you have employees does not mean the business is running for like all by itself. Because you're all like you're not working in it as much, but you're definitely you definitely still have to work on it. Yeah, there are some times when you do have to intervene. You have to make sure everything's going out as planned. Yeah, and I think the best thing to do that is if you're someone that's not always in the office, like you might be um, all over the place, you should just you should sometimes just go in unannounced, see what see what's going on, 
And I think that'll help you make sure everyone is everyone that you think should be working is working. But also you 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 want to be present. Like you you want to be there. You want to be at the meetings, you want to be at the office, you want to be working side by side with everyone because it not only helps keep everyone on track and productive, but it also helps like put you in the business and it helps when you when it's your idea that you're working on and pursuing it helps to grow it i would say it shows like an example it sets an example to others how you they you yourself value the business and how they should value the business as well you're you're putting in some effort and work just to make sure that this business turns out to be the best so that it can be booming yeah. And one thing we, we've talked a lot about, like being there in the moment with the employees. But I think we should also talk about micromanaging because that's one really bad thing that a lot of people think they should be doing and think is working, but really isn't good. Because when you micromanage, you're pretty much there doing the job with the person. Like every day of the week, you're you're pretty much doing the job, making sure that person's there. And I think that's just bad because what's the point of getting an employee if you're just going to always be next to that employee saying this, 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 and that? Like it's all right if you're trying to teach them something, but always being there, it won't do it, do much for you. Like you, it's not their personal life you're trying to change. It's like the their work. Yeah, you're trying to manage their work. You're, and again, really, you just have to have that trust with them. You know, th- this kind of reminds me of uh, last episode where we talked about working in and on your business. You yeah. want to you want to be able to gradually work on your business rather than hands on in your business, so that you can end up scaling, working better. And it's really, you have to make sure that your employees are able to allow you to do this, to to make sure that they themselves are fine, but don't actually micromanage them to the point where they want to quit, where where they themselves just feel like you're governing everything they're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, eventually, like when you're first starting off, you're going to be the person doing the job interviews. You're going to be the manager of the employees that you pick. Eventually, you're going to be able to hire managers or at least promote people to then start managing other employees. And that's why working with a few people when you when they first join your business, that's what's going to help them see how you do things so that they could once so that they can move up to your management level. And then while they're managing all the other employees, you don't have to be doing that always in the business. And they'll they'll also probably hire some people who could do the job interview. So you won't have to be doing that as well. So eventually you're going to have employees getting even more employees. And soon you won't have to worry about the whole entire management of employees and all of that. Yeah. You're just going to be focused on what to do next. The business will be growing and growing, and soon people are going to start filling in what was once your job. Yeah, and that's the exponential growth, or at least the scalability you're going to try and get to. So next episode, we're going to be talking about leadership and how you should, and it's, it's, it's going to go more into that managing employees, but it's a very important episode because it, it kind of helps you understand how you should be handling yourself and all the things that you should know, like when you're in a situation with your business. So uh, definitely look out for that one. And speaking of future episodes, we have the bonus episode coming out after that. So in two weeks. 
uh, where we have the bonus episode. So for those of you who would like to be featured in the bonus episode, you could use the link down below in the description of this, uh, this episode. And what that'll do is you'll be able to click uh, the voice message link. And when you do that, you're going to be able to send us a quick voice message, um, like a question or suggestion for the podcast. Uh, something simple. And it's just going to help us um, kind of get some nice feedback from you and create a cool episode that's created by you guys. So definitely go try that out. Remember, it's two weeks and uh, we'll see how that goes. So th- uh, also uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter because on Twitter we, we tweet pretty much every single time we come out with a new episode. And then on Instagram, we post uh, awesome content that you don't see here on the podcast. And we just came up or we just came out with our Facebook account, which we pretty much just post whatever's on Instagram there. But uh, you could follow us there. Everything's business dot maniacs when you search it in. But definitely go follow us there. Stay tuned and we'll see you in the next one.